0: Grave Station presents Apex Air 6507, I have your oceanic when you're ready. Apex Air 6507, I say again, I have your oceanic when you're ready. <laughs> Apex Air 6507, you're cleared to London Heathrow, maintain flight level 330, maintain Mach point eight zero. 80. Apex Air 6507, read back correct. Apex Air 6507, read back correct. A podcast for the undaunted.
1: You ain't thinking clearly. I am. I have to leave. And you should too. Leave? For what? You still ain't said anything. What are you still doing with that? I thought you got rid of it. I couldn't just throw it away, Jake. Not after all the time we put into it and and everything else. Now, where are you taking all that? Someplace nobody can find it. Chris. Chris, just stop a minute. Talk to me. I can't. What the fuck is going on, man? The plane. What plane? That plane. What about it? What's that got to do with us? Look, you don't gotta come with me, but you can't stay here. I'm sorry. Chris.
2: Chris. Chris! You're watching Channel 5 Action
0: News with Chet Stevens, live at 6. Good evening. We begin tonight with breaking news. Authorities have made an arrest in connection to the disappearance of Apex Airlines Flight 6507 over the Mid-Atlantic. Though many details are still unclear at this time, we now know the road to an arrest led federal police to nearby Harpersville, South Carolina. The suspect will likely face federal terrorism charges, but Channel 5 Stacey Mondell tells us there might be another arrest still to come. Stacy, what can you tell us? Well, Chet... As you can see, the FBI, State Police, Harpers County deputies and others are on the scene behind me at the conclusion of what has been a tense several days for investigators and officials alike. As many of you know, Apex Airlines Flight 6507 departed Atlanta International Airport at approximately 3.15 p.m. eight days ago, scheduled to arrive in London at 7 a.m. the following day. But roughly one hour and 36 minutes after takeoff, The plane disappeared from radar screens and lost all communications contact just as it passed into international airspace. On Wednesday, the Navy confirmed the aircraft did in fact collide with an F-18 fighter jet performing routine training maneuvers off the USS Constantine. While initial theories as to the cause of the collision range from unidentified aerial phenomena to outright negligence, last night of course the President in his address to the nation reassured the American public that intelligence reports indicated this was not the work of a malicious foreign power. Nonetheless, he instructed the FBI and FAA to assemble a task force for clear and definitive confirmation. A spokesperson for the FAA refused to comment on reports that dozens of additional planes also encountered transponder malfunction and radio interference around the southern coastal region. And although search efforts for both aircraft are still ongoing, we've learned over the last few days investigators began looking for answers not in the sky above, but the ground below. And as of 1 a.m. this morning, investigators acting on satellite data from the U.S. military and telecommunications provider IMSAT slowly began to hone in on an area in rural Harpers County, this partially decommissioned wireless tower seen behind me, and finally to the nearby home of local resident Jacob Lee Sims. Alignment by trade, Sims is known by local residents and Channel 5 viewers alike as the plaintiff in an ongoing lawsuit against Apex Airlines' parent company, Apex Mobile, in regards to the tower, which still remains on his family property. Understandably, those close to the investigation aren't releasing many details, but we are told they believe another suspect remains at large. The FBI is expected to hold a press conference later in the week. I'm Stacey Mondell. Channel 5
2: News. Mr. Sims managed to not only disrupt encrypted radio communications aboard a
1: 747 hundreds of miles away, but he did so with what appeared to be exacting precision. A number of intelligence and security failures. So, who is Jacob Lee Sims? He's a patsy. <laughs> No, but really, is is he just some guy? To electronically
2: disappear a plane in this manner without the use of satellites, even the military would need to be in close proximity. The damage is estimated upwards of $150 million. To a lack
1: of planning and preparation from federal intelligence agencies. And now, a word from our sponsor.
2: Sure sound good, don't it? Well, I'm here to tell you, you smell even better. and In our kitchen. We've been doing it the same old way for over 75 years. We respect that time-honored ritual of breakfast now. It's the most important meal of the day, no matter when you have it. Come on down now. See our family at the Marquis, Donna, and Cresswell off 7
0: We'll put coffee on for you. Breaking news concerning the disappearance of Apex Airlines Flight 6507. The second suspect still wanted by the FBI for questioning has been identified as 26 year old Christopher Chase McNeil of Harpers County. If you have any information about Neil's whereabouts, the FBI asks that you call Crime Stoppers at one.
2: Hello? Nathan. Nathan. Did I wake you?
1: No, Warren. It's only 4 a.m. You know I never sleep. Was that sarcasm?
2: I can't never tell, would you?
1: What's on your mind? Oh... I was just up thinking about Trent Porter. You probably remember that a little better than me. I was just a tenderfoot back then.
2: That's right. You were a little fella, too. Scrawny for your age. Other boys called you Squirrely. What about Trent Porter? He must have spent three straight days and nights looking for that boy. He must have covered eight square miles on foot at deputies, rangers, all the older scouts. 80 hours, barely got a wink of sleep. And that first night, I stopped and sat down on this stump by a lip overlooking a drop-off. I sat there a minute just... Rest of my eyes. About a minute later, and I'll never forget it. A call came through on the radio, and a voice—a voice I thought I knew—hollered out, "We found him. He's in the ravine." (laughs) I shot up so fast I left my canteen sitting on the stump. I was halfway down the trail before I even thought to ask for a copy. Thing was, my radio was dead. I shined my light down into the dark. Couldn't see nothing. I hollered out to see if anybody was down there.
1: No reply. You never told me this. In fact, I don't think I ever heard you talk about what happened out there.
2: He told nobody about it except Anne-Marie before she passed. But I reckon it crosses my mind from time to time. He was shorter than you, skinny too, just as hard-headed. But it's that strangeness I can't shake. Because I asked everybody in the search party if they had called down a false alarm seeing something in the dark. Told them I wasn't mad, I just needed to know his all. Troopers would like to think I was crazy.
1: But y'all didn't find him in the ravine, though, did you?
2: No. On day three, when we finally made it down there, Bobby Wendell spotted something shining off the ledge of a shelf, jutting out about 30 yards down the rock face. Me and a couple park rangers, we hiked back up to where we could get a better look at it, and it was Trent's bellbuckle. He broke his leg in the fall, so we thought he might have took off his belt to try and make a splint. Anyway, they had to rappel down the cliffside to get to him. And they thought the stump where they tied the anchor was also the place where he fell. Because it was directly over top of the place where he landed. The only real vantage point you could see him from that wasn't blocked by rocks or foliage. It was also... Place where I stopped to sit two nights before. My canteen was still there. Garner said it took him two whole nights to die of hypothermia. So he was still
1: alive when. Warren, what are you saying? God talked to you and you didn't listen? That's one way to look at it, sure. It's what Anne Marie
2: thought at first. You know me, I don't usually go in for all that. Because by that lies a voice on the radio was both lying to me and leading me in the wrong direction. And on top of that, I get home and go to plug in the handheld. It won't hold a charge. I opened up the back of it and inside all the way covering the battery was what looked to me like a type of growth
1: what do you mean by growth
2: it was pale a light green had a shine to it wasn't corrosion i knew what that looked like still i thought some moisture might have got up in there meaning mold so i took it outside Thought to try and pry it out with a flathead. As soon as I touched it to the inside, I knew what it was. But it was already too late. It looked like a dark, pulsing liquid. Oozing up the shank of the screwdriver. Java. us. Tiny little spot All bursting out of the biggest egg sack I ever seen in my life. Jesus,
1: Warren, what did you do?
2: I dropped it all right there. The radio, the flathead. I in the middle of my driveway, went to grab the gas can out of the carport, tore the whole damn thing. To this day, I do not know what to make of it, if there is anything to make of it, except that it don't feel like coincidence.
1: So it was the spiders who were talking to you and you didn't listen? <laughs> I know how it sounds, but like I said,
2: there's as a strangeness to what happened out there. It was haunted me for over twenty years. I ain't felt it since. Not like that. Not until.
1: Until what, Warren? What is this about?
2: You've seen the news.
1: Oh my God! This is about Jacob Sims again. Nathan, you know I don't ask much They're about to charge him with terrorism And first degree murder It's a hell of a lot more serious than suing a phone company, Warren
2: The government's case, which is completely asinine Is predicated entirely on the filing of that lawsuit
0: Uh huh
2: Even still, Nathan It's it's the circumstances surrounding the case That don't sit right with me There's something else going on here Like what? I don't know How long have we known, Jacob?
1: I graduated high school before he got there, so I really only met him when you took his case the first time. You think he's capable of pulling something like this off? I don't know. Fine. I'll bite. What do you need?
2: I'll send over a courier first thing in the morning. Thank you, Nathan.
1: Good night. night.